And we gotta thank God each and every minute of every day. Welcome, brothers, sisters, Romans, countrymen. You have entered the realm of the Everyday Norm podcast. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We got a great show for you today, so please stay tuned. We are going to get right into it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very, very much. Hello, everyone. This is the Everyday Norm Podcast with your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Chef Boyard Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast today. It is a beautiful Saturday today out here just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. I wanted to come and talk to Big Norm Nation, the Norm Sayers. I want to thank you so much for your support of the Everyday Norm podcast. And please check out Big Norm TV that you can find on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Just dropped a new video entitled COVID-19 and Pro Wrestling, how the coronavirus is um, posing a problem for pro wrestling uh, today, particularly AEW and WWE. So please check that out. You can find that on YouTube. Instagram, and also Facebook. Now, you can find the Everyday Norm podcast on Facebook and also Twitter. You can also find the Everyday Norm podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So we thank those streaming apps for airing the Everyday Norm podcast. And i also like to thank my audience in the United States, Sweden, the UK, Taiwan, Cater, Ireland, Iran, Jamaica, and Canada. Now, for those who want to see this, please go to the Everyday Norm Podcast Facebook page, and you will see the audience demographic that I've posted. Uh, 79% U.S., 10% Sweden, um, 6% the UK, and 1% in Taiwan, Cater, Ireland, Iran, Jamaica, and Canada. So I think each and every one of you for listening, wherever you may be. And if this is your first time tuning into the Everyday Norm Podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, taking time out to listen a little of me. I tried not to be boring. I tried to be as informative, educational, uplifting, and empowering as I can with my podcast. You could be doing anything else or watching anything else, but I do thank you for taking out the time to listen to the Everyday Norm podcast. Now, on today's show, today's podcast, we're going to be discussing um, the mask issue. And as you all know, uh, there is um, a great debate going on in the country about wearing masks or in the sense of should it be made mandatory to wear a mask in the United States amidst the corona virus pandemic. Now, some people uh, do choose to wear a mask voluntarily. Some people choose not to wear a mask and it's gotten so bad to where now it is being seen as those who wear masks as partisan, meaning that if you wear a mask, you are against Donald Trump or you are not a Republican or something to that effect. Now, as you all know, Donald Trump had a rally in Tulsa on June 20th um, on a Saturday. 
Um, and about 6,200 people showed up. That was the last reported attendance record. Um, and many of them were not wearing masks. Many of them were not practicing social distancing. Um, if you see a lot of uh, Donald Trump's uh, interviews and briefings, uh, he never wears a mask. Um, he is just adamant about not wearing a mask. Now, uh, for those who are un unaware, this is Saturday. So just yesterday, Friday, the Corona uh, Task Force had a briefing, their first briefing in two months. And we see now that Donald Trump did not attend this particular briefing. He was somewhere else uh, signing executive orders, making it uh, unlawful to uh, take down national monuments, uh, so forth, punishable by uh, fines and jail time. But we'll get back to that later. But um, uh, my, uh, Vice President Pence uh, led the briefing. And he was the only one that I saw at the time that I saw it without wearing a mask. You saw Dr. Birch, you saw Dr. Fauci and another gentleman who were clearly wearing a mask and exercising social uh, distancing, practicing social distancing. But the issue has raised uh, uh, has raised a big debate among Americans in this country uh, to the point where even Joe Biden, the Democratic presumptive nominee, has said that he would mandate, if he were elected, he would mandate masks to be worn in public. Now, Joe Biden wears a mask. Okay, he does wear the mask. Uh, he does wear a mask. He has not tried to have any large gatherings during the campaign since the coronavirus pandemic started. Uh, he's had had some meetings, but very few crowd, very few people, um, and they have maintained their six foot distance. In the meantime, but Donald Trump is not that type of person. So the question is, uh, should everyone be required to wear masks in the United States when you're out in public, when you're at a restaurant, when you're at a grocery store, when you're at the beach? Should it be required or mandated to wear a mask? Now, some cities have passed legislation in their respective cities that requires masks that require masks outside. Some businesses have now said it. If you want to be assured, if you want to enter their business, you have to wear a mask. But is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Well, we're going to talk about it, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll dive right into it. I'll give you my thoughts and I'll give you the pros and cons of wearing a mask or in the pros and cons of even having it mandated if you however you want to see it. OK, so we're going to take a break. I'll be right back. It's the Everyday Norm podcast right here. Hi, my name is Catrice. I'm from Chicago and you're listening to the Everyday Norm podcast. And we are back. It's the Everyday Norm Podcast right here on Anchor. You are listening to Big Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle, a.k.a. Chef Boyar Norm. Now, our topic today, should masks be required or mandated to wear in public? You know, here on the Everyday Norm Podcast, 
One thing that I have learned while doing this uh, now for maybe a little bit over, maybe around two years now, is that um, impartiality or neutrality is very, very important when it comes to broadcasting journalism. Now, of course, I have my personal opinion about this, but when you're in this kind of work, this line of work, what you try to do or try to be or try to um, see both sides if you can, or at least explain both sides. And I do see both sides. Now, for those that have a problem with wearing a mask, okay, no problem. I can understand that to an extent. Those who have a problem uh, don't have a problem or have a problem. I can understand, like I said, I understand both sides. Now, for the person who wears the mask, who wears a mask, okay, I'm going to speak from their point of view, okay? Now, this is for all the people who don't want to wear a mask. I would like for you to understand something. First and foremost, we are in the midst of a pandemic. Um, we've recently had the highest single day cases of coronavirus in the country. 37,077 cases in one day across the country. The United States currently has uh, 30, maybe 38 states with rising cases right now. So once again, we have never left the first wave of the pandemic. We're still in it. So we can't even talk about a second wave because we never left the first wave. Now, there are many factors as to why the pandemic has gotten as bad as it has. We can talk about Donald Trump and his delayed uh, reaction to uh, uh, preparation. We can talk about uh, economies and states reopening too soon. We can talk about people just not taking this virus seriously. We can, we can talk about asymptomatic carriers. There are different things, factors of why um, we have the cases that we do. Now, um, I recently posted something on my personal page on Facebook, a CNN special about how masks can help and things like that. Now, once, once, one thing about it, no one said that wearing a mask will prevent the spread of will will stop the spread of coronavirus. It doesn't even say you can prevent the spread. It reduces the spread, reduces the risk of spreading the virus by wearing a mask. But even in the segment that I showed uh, where they simulated someone sneezing or a cough with a mask, with the uh, surgical mask, the, ma the, the, the particles that were dispersed went up to 12 feet. Now, Experts are asking us to maintain a six foot distance, but these particles went up to 12 feet in the air, remained in the air for up to 12 feet past their initial origin from the initial sneeze, from the initial cough. Now, they did show how uh, how particles, how the potential virus could spread if someone has a mild cough or even use their hand. But a mask, clearly, even with the mask. They uh, it still traveled a good bit without a mask. I think it traveled an additional, uh, it traveled an additional three to six feet. So we're looking at between six to twelve feet of distancing that we would need, and that's just with wearing a mask. And I understand people want to take every precaution. It's like to me, it's like if you knew that, um, for example, there are, um. 
people, there are patients in the hospital that you cannot go. And some of you may know what I'm talking about. You've experienced a loved one who can, you can't go into the room because you, they require a mask for you to wear, not for, not for your protection, but the protection of the patient, because they may have a, what a immune compromised, autoimmune, immune compromised system. And any germs that you bring into their room could be a potential risk for them to catch, and it could be fatal, but definitely detrimental to their health. So people take a, uh, uh, take masks, wear masks as a precaution. Now, you know, there are all different types of masks. There are the ones that go around your ears. There are the ones that strap around your neck, like um, cyclist masks. That I have about two of those. And I have the mask that go around your ears with a little filter on the side, a little airway patch, or we want to call it on the side so you can breathe, uh, breathe out. Um, but you have ones that are very uh, thin to where you can actually breathe in and out so air can pass freely to and from your uh, nose. So I understand where people are coming from with wanting to wear a mask. They want to take every precaution along with wearing the gloves, along with washing hands. They say wash your hands for 60 seconds. I mean, 20 seconds. They also recommend that you use hand sanitizer in any establishment that you go. Now, I keep hand sanitizers in my, in my vehicle at all times. I keep some in my pocket on my job um, overnight when I work overnight because you never know. And, you know, you always constantly, constantly have to wear gloves uh, take gloves off. Some things you can't wear gloves. Some things you have to wear gloves. So keeping the sanitizer definitely helps reduce the risk and also your close proximity with others. So for those who support wearing a mask, I understand where you're coming from. Now, for those who don't want to wear a mask, hey, you know what? I do see where you're coming from because from a personal standpoint, I have several different masks, several different masks. And uh, I wear them periodically, and there are a lot of complications when it comes to wearing masks because, one, for anyone who has a mask that goes over your ear with a strap behind your ear, you know over time that irritates your ear, and the back of your ear can become raw if you wear it for long periods of time, okay? And that's very, very uncomfortable. Another problem that you come into is that wearing a mask sometimes makes it more difficult for you to breathe just normal, a normal take of oxygen as opposed to not wearing a mask. Now, the type of job that I do, I do um, store planning for um, Walmart. So we work overnight. So we're constantly moving uh, heavy equipment, constantly moving fixtures throughout the course of the night. So if you are wearing a mask and you're working up a sweat because you, uh, you're doing what, it, what might be considered uh, some type of strenuous exercise and you're having to take larger breaths of air to compensate, just like if you were working out or playing a sport or uh, whatever the case may be, you take bigger breaths of air. Well, that airway is constricted when you're wearing a mask. So what do you do? You have to take the mask off or, or loosen it just so you can get a good breath of air catch your breath in order to uh, uh in order to breathe in order to breathe and masks aren't durable well masks aren't made to last to stay on for long periods of time and the average person works at least eight hours so a lot of people do not feel comfortable or they want to wear the mask as long as they can but they do not feel comfortable 
it's not always comfortable to wear a mask for that long period of time. So I get for I understand what those for those who feel that they can't wear the mask uh, or they don't want to wear the mask, not to mention the health reasons, you know, because I thought about it. You know, I have a mask, a cyclist mask, pretty good, pretty uh, a little bit on the thick side in the uh, N95 mask. And I'm thinking, you know, every time that I breathe out, the immediate air around my nose and my mouth is, guess what? Carbon dioxide. So in the process of taking another breath, I'm breathing back in the carbon dioxide that I just exhaled because the mass restricts um, air passing through enough in some cases to uh, prevent carbon dioxide from uh, escaping. And you also have those masks that where no air passes through and it just goes out the side of by your face. And, you know, you're having a pocket of carbon dioxide that you're breathing back in on top of the oxygen that you're trying to give to your lungs. So it poses a health hazard as well. So I understand both sides and I can't fault uh, either side as far as how you feel. But I do feel that everyone should be wearing a mask um, when you're out in public as much as you as much as you can. Now. You can't wear a mask when you're going out to a restaurant, you're going out, going out to eat. I get that. When you're going to the grocery store, when you're going to um, Lowe's, or when you're going to any place like that, a pottery barn, or any place like that where you're not required to uh, eat or anything like that, I feel that everyone it would be in everyone's best interest to wear a mask. Because if you can practice social distancing, and you can wear a glove, um, wear gloves, and you can wash your hands, well, you should be washing your hands, and you can have hand sanitizer handy, then and you're taking all those precautions, then why not wear a glove? I mean, why not wear a mask? No one's asking you to sew it onto your face and uh, uh, super glue it to your face, but understand the pandemic that we are in. And remember, people, we have so many asymptomatic carriers that the, first of all, they don't know that they had the virus because they're not displaying any symptoms. They don't feel any pain. They're not coughing, no headache, no stuffy nose, no sore throat. So because they don't know they have the virus, they don't know that also they're putting other people at risk for the virus. And then think about this, everyone. When you don't wear a mask, you're putting yourself at a greater risk of catching the virus. Now, give an example. The rally that Donald Trump held in Tulsa on the 20th of June. I want you to think about something. I honestly believe it will be hard pressed for someone to convince to me, convince me that out of 6,200 people, not one person in that audience had a coronavirus or the asymptomatic. You cannot convince me of that. I believe there was at least one person, and maybe more, at least one person that had the coronavirus asymptomatic or just exposed to it. Now, I want you to think about this. 6,200 people with a case of corona in close quarters, people yelling and people cheering the whole nine, no mask, no social distancing, no hand wash. Because remember, the masks were not required by the Trump uh, administration. They said you can wear them, but it's not mandated. They had hand sanitizer. They asked people questions. They took their temperature and everything. But remember, an asymptomatic carrier doesn't display symptoms, not even a fever. 
So imagine someone being exposed or someone having them being exposed. Now, everybody who was there, you run the risk of not only catching it, being exposed to COVID-19, but you also run the risk of infecting a loved one when you go back home, your daughter, your son, your wife, your husband, your parents, your grandparents. You're putting them at risk because you choose not to wear a mask. You're putting other people in danger. We just heard on the news recently that a cup of family, I think of maybe 15 or 18 people later came down with COVID-19 because I think they had a surprise birthday party for a relative and no social distancing, uh, no mask being worn. And I think maybe 15 to 18 of those family members later came down with the coronavirus. So this is very, very serious, people. Very, very serious. So I would feel more comfortable. Now, I, as I told you in my previous uh, podcast um, entitled You Got This, I've explained to everyone that I just recently found out I'm a type 2 diabetic, ketoacidosis, un- ketoacidosis uncontrolled, meaning that diabetics are, are higher, highly a higher risk or susceptible to catching the coronavirus if you have a pre-existing condition. So I make it my duty to wear a mask, not just for me, but for those around me, because it's for my protection just as well as it is yours. And by we, me wearing a mask or someone wearing a mask does not mean that they do not support Donald Trump, because I did see some people at the rally who had on masks. I saw plenty of mask wearing attendees. I just did not see enough mask wearing attendees, but everyone had a choice. Some people chose to wear a mask. Some people chose not to wear, wear a mask. So I see both sides. But once again, the topic, should it be mandated for everyone to wear a mask, not in public? Now, for me, my personal answer is no, it should not be mandated. I do not personally agree with cities uh, making it a mandate uh, for people to wear a mask in public. I don't agree with that. Um, because if that's the case, then you should require everyone when they're out in the public to wear gloves. And you have companies that are not doing that. You have companies that are not um, forcing people, making people, making sure people are uh, maintaining social distancing. So if you're going to mandate mask in public, then you should also mandate that every time you see a person, they should be six feet from each other, with the exception of maybe a couple or family or something like that. But you can't police that every single day. Now, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, said he would not make that a mandate. And that's something that I do agree with him on. You should not make it mandated to wear a mask. It should still be people's choice. But understand, as much as I disagree with that choice, I respect the fact that you have the choice to make. I would hope that for those who don't wear a mask, that you will reconsider your position. Because I would like for you to look over the long haul. And I do understand there are some health risks to wearing wearing that mask. I've done my research on it. But I'll put it to you like this. Is it really worth you catching the coronavirus and possibly dying? Because remember, the virus affects people, some people different ways. Remember, some people have it. They don't even know it. Some people, as soon as they catch it, within days, they're gone. So, as much it sounds like a good idea, and I understand people are trying to do it to protect uh, other citizens and so forth, even themselves, I do not personally feel that it should be mandated. 
And there it is, people. That is going to do it for today. I want to thank everyone who tuned in to the Everyday Norm podcast. Um, please check out Big Norm TV. I uh, just dropped a new video for my wrestling fans, COVID-19 and how it affects pro wrestling, how it's been affecting pro wrestling and what should be done about it. So I thank everyone for supporting the Everyday Norm podcast. I thank everyone for supporting Big Norm TV. Everyone stay tuned. I am working on some things for the podcast and for Big Norm TV. I'm working on some cover art. So please stay tuned for that. I'll make a big announcement. When everything is ready, um, I've seen a preview of the cover arts I want to use for Big Norm TV, and I love it. It looks great, and I can't wait to share it to each and every one of you. Have to work out a few other details, hash out a few other details, and then it will be ready to go. But I'm looking forward to unveiling that. I'll probably unveil that live on Facebook uh, or Instagram. I don't know which one yet, but uh, just stay tuned for that. Uh, keep your boy in prayer. Um, I'm still working on a few things. I'm trying a new way to do my podcast. I would normally you go through Audacity to record it and then post it. But um, I'm using everything Anchor. The music that you're hearing now is provided by Anchor. And Anchor makes it very, very easy to do a podcast. And I thank you all for your love and support. And please tell a friend about the Everyday Norm podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, other streaming apps. I'm still working, ladies and gentlemen, on how to get on to Apple Podcasts, but I want to make sure that um, I really have a product worth listening to that I can be proud of that you would want to keep listening to. So thank you very, very much. Um, thank you for all your love and support. I love you all with the love of Jesus. This has been the Everyday Norm Podcast. I will leave you with these words. Let's look upward. And not downward. Let's go forward and not backwards. Always lend a helping hand in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Please stay safe, and I will see you when I see you.